Okay, Chavra Bezer Hashem is Yatad We're going to begin. I want to thank, of course, our host, first, first and foremost. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful setup, and what a wonderful night to be here in Eretz Yisrael with a beautiful breeze and the beautiful air of Avir Eretz Yisrael Machim. It's a big, it's a big privilege to be here with you. It's a big privilege to be here with all of the Chevra. And of course, we're coming on the heels of a very big, important, wonderful day. The day of Chai Elul. The day of the Baal Shem Tov's birthday. That the Baal Shem HaKadosh actually spoke about why this might have been, that his soul was sent down to this world, Dafka, on the day that it was. And he said that the date itself connoted the Baal Shem HaKadosh, his life mission. And that life mission was Chai Elul was to bring Chai, was to bring life into Elul, not just the month, but everything that Elul is, all of the various Rashi Tevas, some of which we'll speak about. But first and foremost, Anila Doidi This conception of Yiddishkeit as a relationship, as an intimate bond between the collective soul of the Jewish nation that all of us share and our Father in heaven. The Baal Shem Tov came back to the world and came to the world to bring that back. That element we refer to, our Chavra, the lost princess, that came to reawaken that chayas, that vitality, that vibrancy, that life, that focus. To be able to take this Indian of tshuva out of its very narrow context or our contextualization of, you know, just vidoy harata, something we do once a year, we realign, and to say that all of life is tshuva. That no matter where a Jew walks, he's is, is, is being compelled by the spirit of tshuva. That all of history is the spirit of tshuva. Rav Kuk's Arasa tshuva is all drawing from the Baal Shem Tov's conception. Whether he said it or whether he didn't say it. But it's, it's all, it's all, it's all the Baal Shem Chai Elul. To bring this time period back to life. To bring us back to life through this time period. What a privilege. So we're going to try to channel some of that. Bezer Hashem through Nagina the Kedusha. Shlomo is going to be here in a bit through some Torah that we'll share together. And primarily through the Kirva of Neshamas, the joining together of Jewish souls. And the Tzadikim say, the Kajat Magad, Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. But Mikveh Yisrael, to sit among Jews is a Mikveh. Mikveh Yisrael. And so over here we have sparks of this collective soul, sparks of the Shechina that are sitting together, that are here focused in one place at one time for one reason. For a holy reason, it was already Kadai. Dayenu already. So let's open our hearts, friends. Let's try to tap into that spirit of Chai Elul. And try to really move into a Chana mode where coming to Slichas is for the Ashkenazim. Let's try to open our hearts. Did <laughs> 
Chaim Jerry. Ooh, so amazing to see you, Mosh. Chaim. Second time today seeing Mosh. What a privilege. What a privilege, Chaver. What a privilege. What a privilege to be able to take time out of a very, very busy life, busy schedule, things going on. So good to see you. Thanks for coming. And Mamish, to set time aside to say, like, Rabbanu Shalom, we're trying valiantly to get close to you in every way that we possibly can. And it's difficult. And all of us have our struggles. And all of us have those barriers. And it's not easy all the time to connect. But Akapanam, we try. At the very least, we try. And even if we don't get anything out of it or feel as if, Alev lo patuach, Not yet. But v'chol zais shim chaloi shechachna. It's 2021, it's the end of time. And we're still, we're still getting together. We're still trying to connect in any way that we possibly could conceive, like the Mesil Sasharim says, I think, three times throughout the Sefer. Any possible thing, we quote it in the book, any possible thing that a person could think of might bring Nachas Ruch to Hashem. We're doing it. Because the Ikra is the lave. The Ikra is the lave, Rahman Aliba boy. To be conscious, to be open. What we refer to as transparent to our source, or Shalom Brat. Transparent to our source. Ashreinu. Mamash, Mamash, feel that. To really feel that. Oh, 
Before we started speaking just a little bit, we mentioned we mentioned the Indian of Chai Elul, the Baal Shem HaKadosh, descends down to this world on this specific day, Chai Elul. Chai is life, Elul is this month, of course. But like we said, deeper than that. And the Hasidim said deeper than this. Tzadikim said that the whole world draws its vitality from Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah draws its vitality, whoa, on this side of the world. Ooh, ah, what a simcha. Ah, what a simcha. And where's the other one? We only have one with us. Got to bring him next time. <laughs> so the whole year draws its vitality from Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah draws its vitality from the Elul that precedes it. And the whole Elul draws its force, Kimavur, and Chai El. And it means to say that in a certain way, the whole year, the whole coming year, it depends on Rosh Hashanah and Hanami. But Rosh Hashanah itself is depending on Elul, and Elul, Elul itself is depending on today. That means that in this moment, this is a very unique moment. Granted, it's not technically Chai El, what kind of Hasidim are you? No? Okay, so we're drawing it into the next day a little bit, but it's the same Indian. It means to say we're, 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 we're currently sitting and experiencing a very, very, very special, very, very special time. Chai Elul. Elul, we know, has various Rashi Tevot, many, many different Rashi Tevot for Elul, one of which, my, my personal favorite, I don't know if it's in a safer, my father told this to me, it might be his Chiddush, I think it's his Chiddush. Elul is Rosh Tevis. Part of a sentence that we say when we use the facilities, we're blessed with having a bracha after that, to recognize the wonder and the miracle of the functioning human body. What a nace. All of us are miracles. Each and every person here is a miracle. Mamash, a miracle, nace. And we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that without you, and Lord without you, e 
If one of those was something in our body wasn't working, it would be impossible to stand in front of God. Elul is Rosh Davis. Drop the E, meaning the Aleph Yud. Efshir Lamod Veliskayim Lefanech is Rosh Davis Elul. Efshir Lamod Veliskayim Lefanech. It is feasible and possible for us to stand in front of you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Elul is not a time that is supposed to make us feel weak. On the very contrary. Elul draws on the gift of tshuva that was kadmala oilam that reaches beyond, as we'll speak later on, reaches beyond the conception of the possibility of sin. And it's a gift that allows us to tap into a place long before any of our missteps, any of our errors. It gives us our strength back, our confidence back. The Me'ashiloach says, you look at other religions, uh, other religions, Lahavdil, you look at the religions of the world. When they utter the name of the deity, what do they do? They're falling on their face. That's the time to bow. By Am Yisrael, it's Mamish, the exact opposite. Baruch, we bend our knees. Atta, we bend down. Hashem, we stand up strong. And the Ishbitzer says this is exactly what a Kaddish Baruch wants from a Jew. He wants to speak to us face to face. He wants us to be filled with incredible confidence. Self-confidence, but not self-confidence with a lowercase s. Self-confidence with an uppercase S. Self-confidence that's rooted in the awareness that our self is his self. That our self at the deepest core, thank you so much for coming, is his self. And that's self-confidence. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want a bunch of broken people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants giborim, warriors, materially, spiritually, warriors. Elul is supposed to turn us into warriors once more. To stand up from the brokenness, not despite it, but because of it. Because of understanding what we've, what we've been through, each and every one of us. What previous generations went through in 30 years, we go through maybe in a month. We could fill books and books and books and books. All of the information that we take in, it affects us emotionally. I saw a stat, I think I saw a stat, that we read more information today, or we have access to more information today, than previous generations had in 30 newspapers. 30 editions of newspapers, that's what's coming at us today. All right? Or meaning, you know, the average person is on social media and scrolling through feeds and rechecking these. We don't even realize, and it affects us, and we go through things, and sometimes we have ups, and sometimes we have downs, and sometimes we have a period of aliyah, and sometimes we have a period of irida. There's a seat right over there, on this side right here, just waiting for you. Thanks so much for coming. And, and, and what we go through, I mean, each of us know, El gives us the ability to dig beyond all of that and find the self beyond the self. El gives us our confidence back. Chazal tell us, Ashrei, fortunate is a person, Ashrei agever, Sha'isa tshuva kishu ish. Fortunate is a person that does tshuva when he's still an ish, which colloquially is translated meaning a younger person, because later on in life, it's, you know, it's, it's not such a big kunz after you know, the passions and so on and so forth. When a person is young, young at heart, when a person is young, in a matzav of being young, but Rav Kook says something very different on that Gemara. Rav Kook switches around the words, and you know what he says? He says, Ashrei Adam shehu ish kishu tshuva. 
Not that he does tshuva when he's still an ish, but that when he does tshuva, he's a, he's a man. You stand up like a gibar, powerful, like you're going out to war. To go out, mamish, to battle, to do battle. And to be powerful about it, to be confident about it. All of the halacha surrounding the inyanam of Rosh Hashanah wearing levanim. It's a yantiv. It's a day of incredible empowerment. There's no sweeter time. There's no sweeter time. Where we're able to realign ourselves with who we really are. There's no sweeter time. To feel that. To really feel like there's no more blessed time than this. And we have more impetus to pull away from the distractions that so often draw us away from who it is that we really are.
Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Put this over. Put the table over there. So it's more open. She's at the zoo. Oh. Is, uh, yeah. 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 Where are you sitting? Yeah. 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 Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Saw there. Welcome. I'm not sure that everybody can see you. Rav Jonah, you have regards for Akiva. Sends his love. And me? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? For Vesnish, I'm sure. Yeah. Some things are spoken, some things are unspoken. <laughs> <laughs> You came at a perfect time to share some. To share. Share some tire song or something. Okay, time. I just came straight from a chuppah. Um, One of the chaver has to have a guitar somewhere around there, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but at least a tire you could share. I'll share it tomorrow. Well, I just want, I have to say thank you so much to Yossi and Miriam. This family is such a pillar of our, it's unbelievable. This house has been a pillar for us. It's been a constant flow of, of, of inspiration. And about, I don't know, seven, eight years, correct me if I'm wrong, I think six or seven years ago, I don't even know what was going on. We were in the shul down there, in the in base, uh, base stone. Like yeah? Yeah. Um, probably around seven, eight years ago. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what the occasion was. I don't, I don't know what it was. Some yeshiva came, but it was like a 2 p.m. Tuesday afternoon. I didn't understand what it was. It was a camp. Some, some, some camp. It was summertime. And I went down to meet with, with this chavr. And then I met Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov, I don't know what your shaykhus was, but you had told me your name. And I remembered that just a few months prior, <laughs> I got an email from someone. Someone sent me 
Basically, what, do you, what would you call it? This, not, not a synopsis, but... Some notes, I don't know. Some notes. notes. He sent me a sefer on the soul of Jerusalem. And he, he basically took the whole sefer and he dissected it and divided it up and showed the whole mahalach of... You, you, you probably were revealing to Reb Shlomo what he meant with, 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 with those <laughs> words. It was such a... And, and, and that's when we had met back then. And since then, it's been, it's been a... a it feels like a long, long, long time, but I, you're so special, and you're so special to all of us here. And this has been, this has been such a, this and the sparks of Berdichev and and all, all the other amazing stuff. We feel like we're part of the LPI mishpacha, all of us here. Not just you feel like you are. We are, we are mishpacha, and the whole LPI mishpacha is part of Shiratim. Absolutely, it's, it's, the same, no, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same shoresh. So I just want to give you. Uh, I want to give you a shakoach in front of everyone here because it's really, it's so special to, for all of us. And just that you should know that you have us. Like that, that's a big Indian. No, please know that you have us, that we're with you, we're behind you, and, and that Kola uh, Marve, it would just be, it would just be taken away. But uh, I'm so happy you're here tonight. You so I'm sorry I was at to be at a wedding, but I couldn't get here fast enough. Thank you so much. Thank you so here. much. Adarabha Adarabha. The honor is mine, the privilege is mine. So many of the chaver we've already connected in various arenas, Baruch Hashem. We've been sharing, we've been speaking, we've been learning, we've been davening, we've been singing. Yeah, I listened to the whole way from the wedding. Ah, 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 ah. So... I wrote a whole book in my head about what I was going to tell you about your... About your no. <laughs> but, that, now, and this is the time. <laughs> Forever hold your peace. Speak now. That's for sure. No. What a what a what is this? what a Rosh Tevis if Shaila if Shalamid v'leskayim v'nach I think it's my father's Rosh Tevis. What a Rosh Tevis! Yeah, that to me is the ikker. That's like that's Elul. If Shalamid v'leskayim v'nach There's no other time that a Jew can stand up so powerful, so strong, so strong. Hey, ooh, Ben, ooh. Everybody's coming in from like you don't know where they're coming, but they're coming. It's like we're on our way, you know. It's awesome. It's Mama Jossa. Okay, let's sing a nigga. Okay, let's start off slow, but still very strong.
It's an interesting lashon, no? It's an interesting lashon. May the merciful, may the merciful one, who has mercy on broken-hearted people, you should answer us. Why don't we just say, Master of the world, we're heartbroken. Answer us. What's this? Also, I understand. So basically, you're essentially saying that you're heartbroken. Everybody should let them answer us, right? What's this? What do you think? You hear the kasha at all? Yeah, it's a great kasha. So also, we're brokenhearted. So you, you anyway answer brokenhearted people. That's essentially what we're saying. So just dab and then. I have two Mahalchim just came to me while we were dancing, but maybe it's possible to suggest that on the one hand, Rebbein Shalom, we're so broken, we don't even know if we're broken anymore. We're so, we're so beyond that point that sometimes we don't even feel anything. So, which is like the last checkpoint we passed, like, we don't know where we're holding. So we don't necessarily fit exactly into that category. That's Mahalach number one. Malach number two is also very, very deep. It's possible to say that after saying Rachmana da'ani l'sviri liba, the Rabbani Shalom, you answer the brokenhearted, we can no longer be in the category of the brokenhearted. 
and so Memele just Anena. So these are two different Mahalchim. <coughs> Some people say that um, anything with Hasidus, Hasidim is like a cult. They have this, because the world's Meshuggah, like a lot of things have become crazy. We have this, this beautiful picture. I have my computer with the Rebbe and a bunch of Hasidim from the early years, the early 50s. And it says Hasidim is Mishpacha, it's Pashat. So it's a, it's a Mishpacha, it's a, it's a double whammy Mishpacha birthday tonight. It's a big family birthday party, like a very, very big one. I know you mentioned this. This is like a big, big birthday party. However, any Fabregan I was, I was ever was at, B'chai Elul, everyone always said it's, a, it's an auspicious day. That's the, that's the word, auspicious. I don't know if auspicious is, I don't even know what that word really means, the man I met, besides like a cool way of saying special. What's auspicious? You're, you're the, what's auspicious? Auspicious, I think, I think it connotes auspicious that there's, you can do something with this day. Ah. It's like an Acer Ratzin or something. Well, that, that's where we were going with. No, no, that, that, at least where I was going, that's exactly it, is that everyone knows that in Lubavitch, birthdays are like, it's not really like, oh, let's just have a party and a cake. It's hachlatas. It's decision time. And that's on every personal birthday. Whenever you have a birthday, like I, I have a few friends, I try to talk to them as late as possible on my Hebrew birthday because they want to know what the hachlata of this year was. But when you're with Mishpacha, that want to grow, it makes it easier to make achlata. It makes it easier to make a decision. And it's as if the Rebbe Hashem in His infinite mercy knew that, like you're saying, Svirei Libo, like, we're so broken. So we need to get together 12 days before the new year with Mishpacha, Chassidim is Mishpacha, celebrating two birthdays, with monumental potential. I only mentioned one, so maybe for some of you want to mention the second birth. I mentioned the Baal Shemta's birthday. Ah, ah, sorry. It's also the Pshnei Zaman of Liadi's birthday, the Alter Rebbe's birthday. So therefore, maybe because the schus of like, this double birthday energy, it's a huge way of saying, yalla, 12 days till, ah, man, like, this is it. If I'm not going to make a achleta now, like, when, what am I waiting for? So one of the Rashi Tevas that I always loved, loved, I say this every year, I love this Rashi Tevas. It's great to, like, how many times can people say, like, you want to hear what El stands for, and they basically say the same thing. Not on Ildoidi, Vidoidi. The last 10 years, it's the same Rashi Tevas. Say it. Uman. Uman Like, enough already. Oh, that's the nice version. Oh, Levad. Vishti Levad. Levad is also very nice. <laughs> say with the other Rashi That's a very pleasant version. I don't know, you speak to very nice people. Maybe I should move out here. Other people had a different uh, take on it. Yeah. I was with, I used to be with, I used to have the Slus of spending at least one Shabbos in Elo with Rebbe for the last, like, besides last year, I think, because of Mishunaz. And two years ago, he gave two hours. He was, was giving over how Elo is Rashi Tevas. Um, what a Torah what a he did. There's one that Reb Moshe Wolfson brings down in Munasi Techa. I love this one, and I, I say it at least in El and Bechukosai, because it's from Bechukosai. If the, if the Avoda of Achlatas is done properly, this year doesn't have to be that hard. It's always Magdim Rufua, you know, Trufa Lamaka. If there's Achlatas, if there's real decision making now, that means that a lot of things that are potentially 
like mokshim, um, say mokesh, a, uh, I'm sorry, a mine, a landmine. Thank you. They won't blow up during the year if if whatever hachlatas and chai elul happen. And that's the Rashi Tivis. He says over there, v'noflu lifneichem oyveichem lecharif. I read that one. It's amazing. V'noflu lifneichem oyveichem lecharif. It's a pasuk. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's, it it describes in bechukos eitelechul. But if you do if you do if you engrave me, bechukos wow. if you engrave me in you, in bechukos eitelechul. Then it says all the good stuff before we get before the, the, the intense stuff in the So it says there, either but it's El, that your enemies will fall on their swords. What does that mean when an enemy fall on your sword? It means that they they you won, but you didn't even have to do anything. They they fall on their swords. And as much as like we're we're constantly it's amazing the the soundtrack here is just like incredible like as much as we're always ready for avoda 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 and 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 gearing ourselves with the you know equipping ourselves with the right weapons to go out to milchama i feel like chai el is this day of with the koach of the baal shem and the alter rebbe of hachlatas like it boils down to today tonight where our enemies will fall on their own swords, and I don't even have to—I don't even have to do anything. I don't, I don't even have to do—I don't have to do what I think I have to do to conquer. So I'm gonna pretend I have a l'chaim here right now, a strong l'chaim to everyone. That in the schus of the birthdays, and the schus of the birthdays of the day of achlatas, that this energy, that these two—where on earth would any of us be without the Rabbi Sobal Hashem? And I wouldn't know anyone here. I don't think anyone really would probably know each other here. And if we did know each other, we probably wouldn't really care to get to get to know each other better. So if it wasn't because of these two masters, <clears throat> so our rotsam to get to know each other should be achlata. We're going to get it even stronger tonight. And whatever it is, we were learning a sikh, We're learning a sikh right now from uh, the Gilvavi and his sefer Shnitolas. You know that sefer? What a sefer! And we're doing a whole mimer on tikkun amidas. How do you masak an amida? How do you actually take amida and try to work on it and fix it? How do you do it? With dibuk chaverim and doing hachlatas together. I'm just going to put one out there. Chaver, do we have a minion tonight for not bringing the pocket computers into our bedrooms? Are you leaving me dry right now? Who's with me not bringing pocket computers into bedrooms? Jerry, I'm raising your hand for you. Urim Benasim. Come on, doctors are putter. They they have to bring in their pocket. I want to tell I It's it's little achlatas. It's not the big stuff of like this year. I'm gonna you know. It's it's little achlatas that mount up to big stuff, to very big stuff. So we will sing. In Nigun of uh, we, one of the Nigun of the Baal Shem Tov we love, play uh, C minor. Can you do something? I don't know what that is. I hardly uh, play this guitar. You, oh, I play. You take it, and I'll sing. Someone <laughs> <laughs> solve all the issues. Do you have a? I don't play the pick. I use my fingers. I apologize. I, I don't really play. I don't. Uh... 
I'm, I'm a professional performer. I don't know how you could do such a thing. That's right. <clears throat> okay, but let's sing this like we know how to sing this. Pausing. Look what we're doing, the world's falling apart. <laughs> Another interesting Rosh Yeah. For a while I was very into this, Rosh Tevis of Elul, and I was mamish literally seeing it. I have a paper, I'd send you another paper. <laughs> literally like, probably 30, 40 Rosh Tevis, they're out. Yeah. Tanakh, Gemaras, different things, Rashis. Interesting Rosh Tevis. So one of them that I found that was really fascinating, I can't remember exactly which Navi it is now, some of, some of the chavra here maybe know better than me for sure. Um, but there's a figure in Tanakh. Can't do better than that right now, I apologize. And there are a lot of figures in Tanakh. But one of the figures in Tanakh was faced with the specter of an oncoming army. And he wasn't sure whether the army was coming to attack or whether the army was there like a friendly sort of encounter, you know? Like. And so when he meets the commander, he asks him, he says, Imlitzarenu? Like, are you here to do war with us? And he said, 
No, we're friendly. Im litzareinu vayayimru is El. How many people come into El feeling like HaKadosh Baruch was coming to attack? <coughs> Why is the king in the field? Because I have a field behind my house and he's coming to get me, right? And Im litzareinu and HaKadosh Baruch says vayayimru lai. Chas v'chalila. Chas, on the contrary, like we spoke about. Ef shalamet v'liskayim l'fanach. Im litzareinu vayayimru lai. Another Roger Davis. Aaron luchas v'shivrei luchas. The Aaron contained both the whole luchas, the second luchas, luchas shniyas, and the luchas that had been broken. Maybe this ties back into what we were saying about Rachmana da'ani l'svirli ba'anena, is that we feel a little bit of, of both. We feel a little brokenness, a little bit of wholeness. Hazarim bedima berina, like Rabbi Shlomo used to sing. Hazarim berina and bedima berina, because our lives are so fast-paced, because we're living in such a time like the Zohar Kodesh says, Erev Shabbos, things are so fast. We go through so much. Now we're going through so much. In the span of an hour, we go through so much. And so at every given moment, we're called upon to try to elevate our current consciousness and our state to say, Master of the world, I'm letting you into this too. I don't exactly know what it is sometimes. supposed to be a Chabad night and we're saying Polish or Shetavis all night. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, sure. Anyway. So let's 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 sing this thing.
They should be able to hear us over there. Someone could we have this list of hearing the new the lule? You know that that this nigga was a Israeli lullaby. Israeli kids used to go to sleep with this nigga. Because a big a big uh, singer sang it. Yeah, I know that. Numi numi. Uh, huh? You did it. You, you all sang it. But it's a Chabad song originally. Yeah. And I tell you how I knew how I know that because there's a sweet as sugar Chabad shliach that comes to Rabbi Zucker Shul and our Marash school and I schmooze with him all the time. And I use that song frequently for Lechadadu when I daven. And it came over to me after davening once and he said that he um, like runs the Yamim Nairaim in some hick town somewhere yeah. way out, way out. And some of the people are, you know, more connected, less connected. And somebody came over to him after davening, you know, it's the one time they come to Shulang Yom Kippur and he's singing this song, and he was mamish upset. He said, how dare you? You think it's respectful to come in and you use that too? <laughs> he said, I have news for you. It's, uh, I, grew anyway. up, I grew up on that, on that name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you see the Torah that I sent you, Lule, from the, from the Debrei Cheskel? Is that the, same, is that the Torah that you were Muhammad to? I'm saying, or you just saw that it's the same letters? Could be. <laughs> you want to say the tire because that's a beautiful tire. From the ship, from the Dibbe You guys have to sleep, speak up. Speak yeah, up. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'll, I'll, we'll sing it first, then you'll, you'll see the tire. Yeah. Let's <laughs> 
such a beautiful nigun and it, it's mamish his but it's yours oh did you, oh, did you sing it already no i don't sing my nigun <coughs> which which nigun the nikudat of our nigun yes yes if, 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 i don't know much if, if you feel we'll choose we'll choose a few maybe we'll choose that's, that a, nigun that's an amazing one but um i i want to just say as i sent her shlomo maybe last week or two or two weeks ago i think it was last week last week last week a small little piece from the divrei cheskel of shinov the oldest son of the Dev, of the Devrechaim of Sanz. And Imamish goes on this Pasuk, and he says, Lule Hamanti, this was the album art, so I thought that you were going off this. <laughs> but the album art says Lule, but it's like the reflected is Elul, right? Because it's the same, it's the same letters. Elul and Lule, right there with the letters. He works very hard on it. That, it which that year, that... Whoa. It's unbelievable. <laughs> very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. So now let me tell you what you did. <laughs> what, Lule, what Lule and Lule, what Lule and Elul is, Lule hemanti liris betiv Hashem eretz hachaim kaviel Hashem to simply translate it lule hemanti, but would only be zayche. Lule hemanti liris betiv Hashem, the eretz hachaim, that I should have a dream, I should have a belief that one day I should be zayche to be able to taste the sweetness of this land, of all lands, of the shchina k'toisha of eretz, eretz tachtoin, eretz aliyoyin, of the land that we're in now, the air that we're breathing. Two thousand years, our ancestors are crying. To be able to be where you and I are sitting today, it's a pell, it's pill a plies. And so many of us, it wasn't easy to make the journey. Some of us more recently than others. But Hever to pick up and to come here, what we were speaking about on the car on the way here, you're on the right side of history. There's nothing to speak about. This is a step Kadima. We're coming home. We're home. What a privilege. What a schus. However much struggles and difficulties and challenges, and many of us are having challenges, all of us have challenges all the time. But in this Indian, because it's a challenging Indian. Lefum Sara Agra, the reward of such a thing, we should be zeichel to see it in our lifetimes. And it'll, and it'll only be the tip of the iceberg. But Lule Amanti, Lerois Betov Hashem, says the incredible Divrei Cheskel of Shinov. He says, Lule, like we says, Rosh is El. Lule and El is the same thing. See, he said, which, which is deeper also, not gonna get into it now, but it's also deeper because that's what Lule is, is El, Lule. That's what El is, is, is the ending of Lule. If only, if only, right? If only we could live the way that we want to be. If only Lule could thought. What's going on over here? Unbelievable. Lule, right? So it's, it's so, right? They said that the birds that were parech or, or So I saw it parenthetically from the Shemi Shmuel. He says, what does that mean? There's a Gemara that says that the birds that were flying over, the Oifas, were Nisrif. They were, they were being burnt because of the... The rischa de rice, that's probably a metaphor, but on some level they were being burnt up because there was so much passion in terms of the Talmudic dialogue that these two tzaddikim were having. I can't remember who right now, Rabbi Yechon or Shlach or somebody, that they were having Mamasha dialogue. So the Shemi Shmuel says that the word oif could mean a bird, but it could also mean an angel like the chayus and oifanim. And he says a higher kind of angel is called a saraf. So he said that the oifos was the angels of the oifanim were nisraf. They were turned into srafim because they were flying over. Not that they were burnt. They became a whole different level angel. Because malachi became oilim the yard. Huh? That's the same. The yeah. So, so, so back to this puzzle. Lule hemanti. Lule chever. El gives us the ability hemanti. It's the same theme. It's everything we've been speaking about from the beginning. We see out the 
all with the help of the master of the world who's present. He's here, he's real. He loves us, he's here, he's, he's surrounding us, he's filling us. It's unbelievable to share his presence, be conscious of it. Elul gives us the ability to believe that that we also, we also can be zaycheh. To experience what that is, to live lives of yashras, of balance, of broad-mindedness, of love, of ideals. We spoke about ideals on the way here. That's what El is, Hever. The Baal Shem Tov's El was something else. Chai El. He brought El to life. What would El be like without, without the Baal Shem? What would it be like? What was it like? The Baal Shem brought El to life. What a privilege. What a privilege. So I'll, I'll share one song. Maybe we'll do the, the, the Nukudatova a little bit. At least off sometime. So, but I'll share a song that's really not my song at all, but it's a song that I was to sing recently on the album of, of Thank You Hashem. Of, uh, of, of Bali Chuva, the song is called. They're going to release today an amazing story that happened during the production. Did I tell you about this? Amazing, amazing thing. So well, the video will go around, Bezer Hashem. But let's sing this, uh, this niggin. Some of you know it, some of you will learn it. It's uh, easy, easy, easy niggin to learn. Wanna be, wanna be, 
when you were singing right now, I want to be a Balachuva, I want to be a Balachuva. This morning, I had such an awakening. It's such an awakening. Literally, I had such an awakening because our, our, our son is waking up very, very, very early. <laughs> I don't have a sleepening. <laughs> you don't have a sleepening. <laughs> I watched, you know, I've always been petrified to go up to Harabait. As a Kohen, beyond the halachic inyanim, I've been very, I've talked about it many times. I, Jonah, I watched Moshe go up. Moshe Fagan gave a guided, t- he had a microphone on him. He went up with someone, I don't know who it was, some kind of Indian they were doing together. And he went up and he spoke so calmly, such a calm manner, while giving a description of the Aron, the Menorah, the, the, the Mizbeach, the Lishachos, the Azara. He's a Yid that he knows, he has a Seder in his mind, this is what happens here. And he said it in such a way, I was surprised how much davening they were letting the Chavit do there this morning, I couldn't believe it. Nothing like when, um, you know, a few years back when it was really, I don't know, it just put, it, it, it lit such a spark in me of, of a Yid, that in his mind he has a Seder of what the Mikdash is about. It inspired me so much. And the tefillah all day today was, I want to be Mesudar. And then I heard that the Friedrich Rebbe explains Chai Elul like this. He says, Chai Elul is the day where we celebrate a person, the birthday of a person who came down to the world and told us it's possible to be close to the living God. And it's the birthday of another person who told us, and this is how. Mm. That's Chai El. Here's a Seder. Anyone that lives with the Tanya, you, you, have a, you have a Seder in life. You just have a Seder in life. That's a little bit of a plug for the... Uh, what Tani time Chabur? Morning? Yeah, what time? 7 a.m. every morning. Sheikh. And we all, as much as we're maybe rebels and we want to have this freedom, the Chudai, it, we really do want to have a Seder. Like, really deep down inside. The Shaila is what kind of Seder? Um, when I was younger, you know, the Seder was... Punky, you don't even know this. The Punky Brewster was 7 o'clock. 7.30 was... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, family, silver spoons, whatever it was. Everyone, it's the question, everyone wants a Seder. I know what I'm doing here and there. But I saw a Yid going up to Harabait, and in his mind, he says, He said it as if you're saying, You see, right over here, right over there, the Kohen with the Lechem upon him, he's pointing. He's pointing at it. He's pointing at it. And 
everyone knows how, how, how Reb Shlomo and Reb Zalman put together this group called, uh, what was it called? T, T, T-A-S, G-G-D or something. Taste and see God is good. Taste and see God is good. T-A-S-G-I-G. Taste and see is God. Tam u Hashem. Like if we if we just allow ourselves to taste more seder in life, kitoy Hashem, it's it's a good thing. So, this is a day of of, a, of the gates of, are open to have seder in our life. The only shail is what am I what am I on? So I, I I give us all a bracha that just like he was showing us the base of Migdash this morning, couldn't believe how clear it was so clear so clear. All the chadre Torah, all the rooms of Torah that is, are accessible to us now. And they're becoming more and more accessible to us now. They should be, it should be a clear feeling at home feeling. All Chajriyatur? Seder. Seder. Seder Avodah Yushalayim. And you're doing, you're helping us so much, you're helping us so much with just making a Seder with things. What is, what is, it's a lot of cool things and everything, but what, 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 what is it exactly? Now you're drinking from the fountain of the, it's Rebbe, it's not me. Of the Seder. Rebbe is, Rebbe is Seder. 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 It's interesting because there's a, there's a Torah in, in the Kutumran that some people don't, don't, it's not one of the familiar or famous Torahs, Pei Beis in Tinyan, I believe. It's the Seder of, it's, it's the Torah of Seder, Seder. and Loka Seder. Mm. And the Rebbe's Indian Mamish, in that Torah, it's a whole long complex thing, but it plugs into the Soit Kavanas El of Torah Vav. Mm. It's like a sister Torah to it. I'm working on a Sefer on Torah Vav, so... Um, and the Rebbe, the Rebbe talks about over there about the importance of turning locus Seder into Seder or finding the Seder within the locus Seder because essentially the Neshama is locus Seder. Rebbe Shlomo used to talk about this all the time. I think that was one of the most powerful, maybe perhaps self-autobiographical comments that he made very openly. And he said, you never know that I don't have it necessarily as together as, you know. And he was striving and he was growing and he was working like all of us are. But Rav Shlomo spoke about this Indian of Shem Yudkevavke, Shem Elokim, Neshama Guf. And the challenge is how to be Neshama Dik Mamash on fire, what we call the princess in the book. And at the same time, to be able to have the Kalim of the six sons, and that one need not negate the other. And that's of utmost, utmost importance, because I think that up until recently, maybe in the past two decades, three decades, that this whole, maybe even longer than that, but certainly within our Hever, our circles, just chasidus and everybody wants to grab and they want to and, and it's, 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 it was like an explosion and now I think that we're getting to a point where it's like now people are yearning for the Seder within the low, within the low Seder I can't tell you how many people reached out to me the last week or two well let me put it to you this way the same amount of people that reached out to me to ask me if you know anybody who gives money to ever going to Uman <laughs> reached out to me and asked me reached out to me and asked me I don't know what I'm going for. Please tell me how to prepare. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was amazing. It was amazing because people want that. It used to be people want to go. No, they want to go. They want to have the Chavaya in Seder. And, and, and like Rav Shlomo was saying, the life, the life of Tov Hashem, Tamru'u, Ki Tov Hashem is only with Seder. Otherwise, it's a Bilbal Hadas and Shvir Sakela. So one thing Kabbalah tells us, one thing Hasidus tells us, or in great measure, in Kalim. In Kalim. Yeah. Probably Pshad Achas Shalti. Tachlis Achas Shalti. Shifty. Masudu. 
That's really what I'm longing. That's the achas that I'm asking for. Seder, shift to be based Hashem calling, yeah, I want to run there, I want to do that, go to that show. And my neshama wants to have a mokum. I want to know my mokum. People that have a mokum in davening, they know that's like. It's the thing about getting aligned with, with an or and oil and which is so hard. It's especially hard for neshamas like ours. I think that people have have like an infinite, this dar is, wants to be infinite. You could see even in trends, secularly speaking, we want to be infinite, we want to be everything. It's very hard for me to like settle down with the concept that like Yaakov Klein is going to live in one apartment, one place. I want to be, I want I can't, it's like a, it's like a simsim. But that's what, that's where the beauty lies, when you're able to, to know the limit and within the limit, work within the limit and the impact that you can have. I think that once I might have formulated it, it was like a long time ago, it was like in the beginning, I, I said it, I said, I wrote somewhere, and maybe in a diary or something, I said, the great tragedy of life is that you can only be one kind of person. But the great beauty of life and the great victory of life is that depending on what you choose, you can touch all the people you might have been. You can impact all the people that you might have been. And so that way it's like a shituf pula, you know, it's, it's like a partnership that we can have with humanity. And that's, uh, that's, that's the great goal. That's the great goal.
I want to share with you something. It's a little bit of a saga. Requires a little bit of holding on. We should hold on to each other and hold on to it. We bless Rabbi Shlomo that he should be well rested at some point over the next <laughs> All of us. 20 years. Okay, one Rosh Hashanah that we didn't really speak about yet, but it's like the most obvious one. It's Anila Doi Dividoi Dili. Anila Doi Dividoi Dili is the most classic, but it's also the deepest. It's the most classic because it's the most essential. Anila Doi Dividoi Dili. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. This is what Rosh Chodesh El is about. This is what the Ibn Ram are about the rekindling of that relationship. We spoke about in the beginning, the Chai Elos, that the Baal Shem brought Anila Doi Dividoi Dili to life. He brought that relationship to life by defining the parties involved, otherwise it's not much of a relationship. If I don't know who I am, and I don't really have a conception of who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in terms of what he wants out of this relationship, then like, I'm davening three times a day, but that's not, there's no Ani and there's no Doi you understand? Baal Shem primarily helped us become introduced to ourselves and become introduced to HaKadosh Baruch Hu so that we can have a relationship that's conscious, that's real, that's, that's holding, you know. But I want to I speak maybe about a little bit of a deeper Havana in what this means, Anila Doi Dividoi Dili, what this means. I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. And this is very, very deep. This is Mamish Deep and I, I really think that it's like at the core, at the core of really everything that we spoke about Tonight, what a privilege, what a privilege to sit with you, what a privilege to sit with Rav Shlomo. What a privilege. We have to do this more often. I'm down. What a privilege. You're up. Luchas for Shiver Luchas. So, like this. What does it mean, Shuva? What does it mean to return? What does it mean, Shuva? Who are we returning to? Classically, Shuva means to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shuva means to forsake those elements of my life that were not God-oriented, what the Ramam calls falling asleep, needing to be reawoken to who we are. Let go of all of those elements of myself that in a moment of honesty, I really like that part of myself. It's a sort of sacrifice, you know, to then return to HaKadosh Baruch. And that's like the more classic understanding of what the tshuva process is and why so many people find it so difficult because there's an element of sacrifice involved in the sense that it's it's a it's a it's a it's a kind of distortion like Hilu, i'm distorting who i am to put myself into a pretzel because this is what a Baruch wants and there's promise of schar and like come on any bardas knows you're not going to trade eternal goodness for this worldly goodness so it's like it's like a capitalistic you know trade-off that we make but the truth, of course, is a thousand miles deeper on every single account. And this is what Panimiya Satara means, to look beyond the standard surface understanding of concepts, beautiful as they may be. I'm not beautiful as they may be. But to be able to listen to the, to the tenor 
of words that we find written in a sefer, to be able to be attuned to the spirit of our tradition. What is this all about? What is Yiddishkeit all about? The tzaddikim teacher of Cook primarily that there's nothing more natural than tshuva. The reason being is that tshuva is not so much, hey, we got both of them. Oh, what a privilege. What a schus. The last time we saw these two was in Chicago, was in Makar Chaim. What a schus. They came to the shir, these two. So, it was on Sukkot, right? It was a Sukkot shir, I think. Yeah, turn and olive, pre Sukkot shir. There's nothing more natural than tshuva. Because we're not just returning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when we do tshuva, we're returning to the deepest, deepest core identity that lies beyond anything that I think I want on a daily basis. Tshuva means to return to ourselves, but not to the self that we thought earlier that we're distorting, that we're leaving behind, but to the self beyond that self. Chazal tells us, G'doyla tshuva, tshuva is great. Why? Shemagas ad kisei hakavod. That it reaches the kisei hakavod. What do we know about the kisei hakavod? So much. But one thing that we know that the Zara Kaddish tells us about the kisei hakavod is that it is the makar nishmas Yisrael. It is the source from which all Jewish souls are hewn out of the kisei hakavod. And that's why Pnei Yaakov, the face of Yaakov Avinu, is etched as chakuk on the kisei hakavod. All of us are Pnei Yaakov, each and every one of us. And so what might that mean, that tshuva is great because magas ad kisei Essentially what Chazal are telling us is that tshuva is the most phenomenally wonderful process we could ever engage in. There's nothing more beautiful, sweet, precious, delicious. Because it brings us back to the kisei It brings us back to who we really are. To the Pnei Yaakov. I had the privilege of speaking with some chavar mevaser today. I don't know why he's saying, Psh, it's you, it's all Jerry that the reason that I'm there in the first place. And I have the privilege of being able to journey with 12 shining neshamas this year, at least for the first half of the year, and then it'll switch and we'll have however many other shining neshamas. Why did I mention this stuff? Who knows, who cares? Beautiful, they're shining, they're so beautiful, these guys. It's so wonderful. It's like, it was mamish amazing. What was I talking about? Jerry, what's going on? What was I saying, huh? What, what, huh? Tshuva, Yeah, Tshuva, Kisei HaKavod. Pnei Yaakov. Al Who knows? Who cares? Anyway, I'm sure it was not that important. So, the Pnei Yaakov is Chakuk on the Kisei HaKavod. This is what Tshuva means. G'dayla Tshuva Shemagas Ad Kisei HaKavod. Hillel, who historically is seen as the most humble, the most self-effacing, the opposite of what Shammai represented in the sense of being a captain, as the Gemara and Shabbos tells us, Hillel comes to that place of the Simchas Beis HaShoeva and he says this statement that's like phenomenally difficult to understand. Imani Khan, he says, if I am here, Hakol Khan. Everything is here. Imani Khan, Hakol Khan. It's like Hillel? Like, 
Like, at tu brute, you know, it's like, Hill, like, you also, you also have this, e what's going on? Here's the only thing that I remember from high school literature. It's like, what's going on? Hillel, imani kan kolkan to say such a thing that a Jew should say, if I'm here, the party could start. That's, that's what it sounds like. But the deeper understanding is, however, that once we understand what ani means, once we understand that the essence of who we are, be'emet, deep, deep within, is the Pnei Yaakov, that's Chakuk on the Kisya Kavod. And a little dust gets in the way. And a lot of dust gets in the way. And it covers that over. And it makes us believe that whatever visage, whatever appearance of Yaakov Avinu that we manage to manifest, it's just a fake. But it's not as real as the dust. And of course, I'm referring to this, that Esav and Yaakov wrestled until daybreak. And the Pasuk says, chazal say that there was the dust of their battle went up and it reached the Kis Yaakov. And Rabbi Shlomo says, what does this mean? That Esav came to the Jew and says, it's very nice you put on tefillin when you're b'chabura. And it's very nice that you look like you're shuckling and you're keeping starim and it's very nice. Okay, what happens when you're levada? What happens when there's no one around? It's not the real you. The dust, that element, that part, of, that's who you really are. But what he didn't know is that beyond the dust is also Pneyaka. And it turns out that all of our pretending is actually a revelation of what's beyond that which we thought we were covering over by pretending. Maybe this is also shot in the way the Arun, the holiest vessel on the base Hamikdash, was created with gold on the outside, wood in the middle, and then gold on the inside. It's the same setup. It's the Pneyakov below, it's the wood, it's the dust in between. But then it's the Pneyakov above, above, it's the gold on the inside. And that's exactly what we're returning to, tshuva. And Zahilal understood what Ani meant. We talked before about self-confidence with a capital S. That's where our confidence should come from, knowing that it's not us at all. What kind of fool thinks that it's him? What kind of fool? Every single breath we take is a miracle. I'll call Nishima, Nishima Ta'aloka. Every breath is only a Kaddish Baruch Any confidence that we have to do things. Hashem doesn't want that we should be in bed the whole day, klum. Hashem wants us to go into the world and do things. Hashem wants us to manifest our potential. But he understood that Imhanikan, if I'm connected to the Aniha Amiti, so Kolkan. Because any consciousness that I am able to manifest on an individual level in this world must be drawing on the consciousness with a capital C. And the chilek that I have is a chilek alukamima. And that each one of us is a little container for a little spark of godliness. Imanikan, Hillel understood as hakolkan. Hillel connects to that place of hakol. Tshuva, Rav Kook writes in a number of places, is about climbing out of the branches. It was actually one of the posts from LPI that we put out today. Climbing out of the branches that we've been pushed down into, convinced that this is our identity, this is who we are, this is what we want, to be able to discern a level that lies beyond that. To be able to open our eyes to the ani, to the ani, that's far beyond any identity that we see when we look in the mirror that we present to other people. That's why I brought in Mivaseret. Because the first thing that I said to them today, I told them, I said, Hazinu HaShamayim Ba'adabeira. Sir Weinberger's famous Tyree likes to say all the time, so the Kajan, sir. Hazinu HaShamayim Ba'adabeira. 
that there's a way of speaking to the heavens. There's a way of speaking to the earth. And I told them, I said, each and every one of you has inside of you a part that's called Aretz. That's the part that's sitting physically in this room. And it's the part maybe that you present to the world and all the other parts of your day. And it's your name and it's your background and it's where you come from and it's how you dress and exactly how you wear your hair. That's much easier for me, right? I went through those, those days combing hours in front of the mirror. So it's much easier. You don't even know, you don't know from this. So, so, so and, that, and that's the Indian of, that's the Indian of Aretz. We're working on him still. How many more years of do you need? So <laughs> this is the Indian of Aretz. But I said, when I speak to you in this classroom, I'm speaking to the Shemayim in you. I'm speaking to a part of you that maybe hasn't been addressed, even in all of the shiurim that you've heard for the past 10 years that they were still talking to the Aretz and trying to manipulate and cajole and trying to reward and award and, and punish. And, but it's all the Aretz. In education, we're primarily speaking to the Aretz. And we're trying to go ahead and, and of course they feel like it's a distortion because you're never speaking to the Chalik in them that's beyond that aspect. And I cried on the way home. I cried on the way out of the classroom and I cried during Mincha and I cried the whole way home because I said, why did nobody ever speak to me this way when I was growing up? Why did it take so long? Why did it take so long for the Baal Shem HaKadosh to save my life? How privileged our children are in this, in this community, these Chevra. That we are parents that speak to our children in a way of Sishma Ha'aretz Imrefi by virtue of Hazinu HaShemayim Ba'adabeira. What a privilege. How lucky you are. Look at this. And this is Mashiach times. What a privilege we have. We get used to it. We don't ever realize how special it is. What a privilege to make an effort to speak to the Shemaim in our children, to speak to the Shemaim in other adults, to identify that element in them. That's the Emes Ani. So this Chavar is Ani Ledoi El gives us the ability to understand that Ani, the deepest core of who I am, is always Ledoi there's never been anything as accessible. There's never been anything as pleasant and as beautiful and as misudar as a time where we're able to go ahead and make a Seder and recalibrate who we are and what we're all about, what we call to find the lost princess, right? So I bless us, Be'ezer Hashem, that we should be zeicheh. In this latter half of Elul, as we really, I mean, now the, you know, the heat gets turned up a little bit in the most beautiful, wonderful, not the heat, you know, like the heat. Inside, Tveikas, Slichas, coming to Rosh Hashanah. To allow Elul to have this effect on us. To remind us who we are. Beyond, 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 beyond. Be'etzem who we are. And to be able to slowly but surely draw that little inner child, that little pach shemantar, that little point of, of what the Balatani calls nerelikim nishmas adam, that's always jumping, jumping, jumping to make us all the time, to draw it out. And we're already doing that. I mean, I'm to be preaching to the choir here. But to continue to draw that out into our aretz identity. Imanika nakolka. Okay. 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 Okay.
One last strong nigga. Something from Urbano, we have to balance it out. Something from wrestling, we have to balance it out. Okay. Hey, Hallelujah, Shema, Bimachor. 
Thank you so, so much. All the chaver. Thank you, Yossi and Miriam. Thank you so Thank much. You. To many, many more musicians. Amen, amen, l'chaim. To the chaver. 70 shekel. 70 shekel. Anybody who wants a safer, we have svarim here. 70 shekel. No pressure, of course. Pressure. But, but, but this, pressure. Is also, this is also a little bit part of the seder that we were speaking about. This, If you get this down padded, it helps seder. a lot. It's, it's very, very misudar. Chazi Hashem. I read this. I'm sorry. I, I read this book with my wife. Pretty much every morning, we read to each other, and it's a, it's an elaborate story Rav Nachman tells. The one Nakuda that sticks out for me in that story is how the viceroy who's trying to release the princess, he has to go ahead and he has to wait a year for her, and he's right there, he's right in the game, he's he's almost got her out, she's captive, he's almost. But why does she have to wait? And and, and you go into such a terrific detail about the Ratzon, the Ratzon in all of us, to be able to go ahead and to have that Ratzon for Kadosh Baruch Hu and Devekus, a lot of times we live in a world of show me the money. Yep. What did you do? Give me the checklist. Give me an exact... I don't care what's in your heart. Did you go or not? To me, did you learn? Did you do this? No. Having that Ratzon, that's the ticket out. That's the ticket that's into right. the Viceroy. <laughs> and so, and so, like, that's... That we have. That we have. Yeah, this book, true. this book is gold. This is a fantastic book. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. This is a long time in coming, no? Yes. Far too long. Far too long. How are you? If anyone, I, I, if you guys dive in, great. Oh, oh Marv. Yeah, should we do Marv? Yeah, Marv. I need Marv too. Huh? Oh, oh just, just ask me. And then Moshe and then Thank you so much, Brian. 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 Thank you so much, Brian.
truth is that's the truth. That's the truth. That means that hold on a second. That, that means to say Earl. That means to say that ten humans that I've managed to is all is all his truth. It's really true. I'm not like just saying. I happen to be there. He's the one that's a good. You're the one giving the shit. Yeah, that's also true. It's a good partnership. By the way, Sussman's a master promoter. 